spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. I'm about to blow your mind with this take. I think the Heat would win a lot of games with Damian Lillard. Oof. Sit down after that one. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. Now, I am not good with math. And like I said, even simple math. Uh, I really generally don't hit up the trade machine. But I know who does. And I reached out because I wanted to pick his brain because he's smart. And he knows math. And he knows the trade machine. Uh, and it's just good to talk to this man. Uh, Evan Cohen, commercial free, 5 o'clock every day here on ESPN 106.3. He jumes on here for a couple of minutes to talk about Damian Lillard and the Heat. Uh, Evan, uh, before before we actually get into Damian Lillard, do you prefer yes. your athletes and coaches uh, with a lot of emotion or no emotion like Kawhi Leonard? Well, Ken, I'm glad you asked because um, let, let me just go through a couple of things that I've learned today. <laughs> Ken Levicka out loud on ESPN 106.3, Ken Levicka <laughs> live, noon until one, said that the two most successful stoic coaches in the history of, of football <laughs> would be Lovey Smith and Tony Dungy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does Bill Belichick do jumping All right, jacks okay. All right. on I the sidelines? Him. I overlooked You, you overlooked him. Okay. Let, let's th- so we're going to start there. I'm not done. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. You're going to invite me out. You're going to get an air check I didn't know with you it. I'm Spudsman me here. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're damn right I am. <laughs> I've been dealing with you doing this for me for a decade plus. You get your own show. Right, well, now go. payback's, uh, you know, cocoa. <laughs> so here we go. Round two. Uh-huh. Okay. So let's be clear on this Dwight Howard thing, which you wouldn't have known that unless you saw me tweeted at Jeanette Javier. You hear five P to six P because she hates Coke. Um, well, she hates Coquel, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> she hates Dwight Howard, and so I tweeted that that he was at the game last uh-huh. night. Which I give you credit, I did not have that in my back pocket to make into a big deal. You did a good job making that into a big deal, but let's at least acknowledge the fact that we make this into a weird thing because of who it is. Yeah, for sure. Right? If Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry were sitting there together, we would, led by me, all be drooling over, oh my God, these guys are such freaking winners. They love they basketball, love basketball so right. much. <laughs> exactly. If Jimmy was there, my pants would be off. Like, <laughs> this guy just is addicted to this sport. He can't get enough of this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's be clear on that. That, that The who is weirder than the what, uh-huh. right? In this case, I agree. I completely agree. But it also, like, I can't watch teams that beat my squad. Like, I can't do it. So kudos to Dwight Howard for being mentally tough enough do to do it. Do you think he well. knows he was on the Sixers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, seriously. You know, the guy's been in every... T- I know we don't have to focus on divisions, but I, I like saying it this way. Outside of the Heat, he's been on every team in the NBA Southeast Division. That is a great call. And what? The entirety of the division. And, and Coquel did the math. It's seven in total, right? He's been with seven different right, teams. Right, so, but in that division, every it's single the one. Heat, the Magic, the Hornets, the, Hawks. the Wizards, and the Hawks. Right. <laughs> he's been. Did I say the Hornets? Yeah, he's been on all of them. So anyway, I just uh, now that we're catching up on that. Um, no, well, see, the thing is, the beauty of being a front runner is you don't have to worry about when your team gets beat because then you don't have point. to worry about the other team beating them. That is a great point. You are a very even keel fan because you just support the winners. So that's the. But way But I use my college team, like Wisconsin. Okay. Right. So when I was at the University of Wisconsin. They would lose to Michigan every year. Mm-hmm. How now am I rooting for Michigan after that? Yeah, yeah. I want them to lose in miserable fashion. 
Absolutely not. No way would I root for the team that beats my team. I don't even understand. I don't get the whole rooting for the conference thing, oh, whether it's college yeah. or pro. It doesn't make any nope. sense. Oh, an NFC guy. You're an NFC right. guy. That's so silly. We talked I about understand that being week. an NFT guy more than I understand <laughs> being an NFC guy. I know nothing I mean, about the doing? NFTs. But we did that. We did that last week. We talked about because uh, the Canadians are in the Stanley Cup final. So, oh, Canada's rooting for Montreal. Why? Why? And then the SEC dopes who always. No, wait. Their that's team. different. That's different. No, you know, that's, that's different. For a country? It's no, because if you're a Maple Leafs fan, like there's hatred, legit hatred there. You don't just flip the switch and say, oh, "I'm going to wave the Maple Leaf around," uh, the red one, not the uh, mascot uh, of the actual hockey team. But like that's that's total total. Thanks, Dino Bravo. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's lame. That's totally lame, and I think that is such a violation of fan code to do something like that. Well, then, okay. So then, can you root against your country? Uh, in what capacity, though? Like, well, no, not in real life. Uh, I'm saying, like, <laughs> like sports-wise. So, yeah, so, like, you're a big soccer guy. Yeah. Like, could you, if there's, like, if you don't like the United States Olympic soccer team, theoretically, mm-hmm. and you want to root for, like, Mexico or Spain or something like that, could Ooh. you do that? I mean, I suppose, but that that is tough to digest. That I mean, I guess you could, but I don't know why you would. Because even at that level, like, there are players I don't like. Um, that play for the U.S. national team. And when it comes to the World Cup or the Gold Cup, I am all in on that. Believe them. red, white, and blue. Absolutely. Right, but if you're saying, so France is a, Coquel's a big France guy with the red, <laughs> white, and blue. Um, so I just want to, so I want to understand. So if you're saying you can't root for your country, you then you can't get but root against your rooting country. Rooting for your country. And I'm not saying I would. I'm saying that you would be the most likely one to do that. What I'm saying, though, rooting for your country <laughs> on a, an organizational level. Like, you can't do that. Like, I'm sure that there's crossover between Canadians players and Maple Leafs players and in the uh, Winter Olympics. Like, yeah, you get behind the country, but I'm not just going to get behind a team because they play in said country in the NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, whatever. Like I, I'm not doing that, and I know that that's also, different. Look, leave Dick Duran alone. You took a shot at Dick Duran earlier. I once walked years ago around all of New York City, me, Dick Duran, his daughter, and my son. So leave him alone. Good I, man. Yeah, he is a good man. Just uh, show some emotion. Come on, man. Like, just yell at someone. Show some emotion. I love how you say you're like, oh, I'm so emotional, I'm excitable. No, you're scared of your own shadow <laughs> is what you are, Ken. I said I'm twitchy and anxiety-ridden. Like, that's part of it. Yes, you're right. Anyway, you rang? about the heat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Damian Lillard to the hey, heat. At least I came prepared. One of the three people on the show did, I guess, today. <laughs> do, uh, do, do you think this can actually realistically happen? Damian Lillard to the heat. Yeah, so, okay, let me just let me just do this for you here. And this is the way. You don't have to like know the salary cap or anything like okay. that to be able to do this. Okay. So here's the question for you. Are you willing to trade in whatever trade I could come up with for you? Are you willing to trade Bam Adebayo yes. for Dame Lillard? Yes. Okay. So then it becomes, if you're willing to trade Bam Adebayo for Dame Lillard, and I don't believe that they will get an offer better than Bam Adebayo if they decide to le- to trade Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. I happen to be in the pro-Ben Simmons camp. I know I'm. it's probably just me and him Ooh, yeah, at this point in that camp. Yeah, I was going to say, you're the fast minority there. Me too, Ooh, yeah. boy. Um. You are Coco. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, I'm a big and bead guy. All of a sudden, I don't know what happened here. Um, so, <laughs> so I I don't know that that Ben Simmons would be more attractive than Bam would be. I don't even know that Michael Porter Jr., who I'm sure will get mentioned from Denver, who people say I look like. It's why I brought him up there. Um, <laughs> really, that he would be mentioned. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, if you're willing to trade Bam for him. 
Then the answer is yes, Ken. It can get done because he – so forever with, with the Heat – the money, the way to make the contracts work for the Heat was always, well, you have Goran Dragic or Andre Iguodala, yeah. right? And then it's said, well, the other team, are they really going to be interested in Goran Dragic and Andre Iguodala? Not that they're not great players, but why would a team that would be willing to trade Dame be willing to take on right. two guys that would be better off playing with Dame on right. a veteran-laden team? Right. Well, Bam's contract kicks in next year. So Bam is, is under control, five years locked in, no opt-out, which is really exciting for a, a team like Portland, in theory, mm-hmm. that would have him starting at 28.1 next year. Dame's salary next year for the 21-22 is 39.4. Or sorry, 39.3. So it means that there's about $10 million worth to make up, sure. which the Heat can easily make that up by way of Tyler Hero and others. So if I add Tyler Hero to the mix, because the Heat do not have draft capital to give up. None. So if you're the Heat and you're interested in making a trade for Dame Lillard, you have to be willing to do two things. One, give up Bam Adebayo. And two, be willing to give up what had been considered the prize piece of what you wouldn't give up in a James Harden or other deal, Tyler Hero. So Ken, are you willing to do that? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so now if you're Portland, are you willing to make a deal for Dame Lillard or to trade Dame Lillard for Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero and whatever else you want to throw in there, not Duncan Robinson, um, that you would look at it and say that's enough for us without draft picks? And I guess that's where the difficulty comes in. Like I would think Bam would be enough, but I'm a little bit shook off of Bam's postseason, to be honest. Okay, so now you have downgraded Bam from an A-plus to an A, let's say. Yeah. And you probably have downgraded Tyler Hero from an A to a B. Yes, yes. So now I have an A and a B for an A+. plus. Now, I don't know how they would look at that. So then usually what happens in this case is teams would then say, if you're not giving us enough and you're not giving us draft picks, you then need to take something of mm-hmm. ours that we are willing to dump on you that we don't want and no one else wants. Mm-hmm. Problem with that is... Who is that person? Not to sit here and get into a Portland Trailblazers breakdown, but the, arguably the worst contract on Portland is C.J. McCollum, three years left at about $30 million. But that's not a dump. That's something no. you're going to look for value in return. You can use so that this as an is, asset. Yeah. This is why, unless Dame Lillard says, I'm only going to go to Miami, but I don't even know what capacity he has to say that right now because of the fact that he is, he is under contract. And I don't think he's going to pull a Harden and all of a sudden become Coquel and I, looks-wise, and you know, have a belly playing in, in basketball. I don't think that's Dame to do that. I don't know how the Heat, unfortunately, get this done. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. It seems like the odds are seriously stacked against them. All right, Evan, now do the Knicks. They have a much easier time, but with the less, they have a lesser like peace, right? So as good as you would think quickly, would, Emmanuel quickly, their draft pick out of Kentucky would be, or even R.J. Barrett, um, those guys are not locked up long term under like, like the the super max kind of contract. So you are going to be in an evaluation period with two young guys. They have tons of draft picks and they have cap space to make it easy. But is that more exciting than Bam Adebayo if you're Portland? I don't personally think so because there's no guarantee the picks would hit. Yeah, and there's no guarantee that once these guys get extension eligible, Barrett and quickly specifically. That I would look at it and say, ah, oh, yeah, you know what? Like that. That's really like. What if you don't want to extend them to a max deal? Then what did you give up a Dame for? Right. Or it's a moot point, and he stays in Portland. Like, and- yeah, I mean, because the the Chris Haynes report from Yahoo was not one that said he was asking out. Yeah. It was that he was 
getting to a point where he's getting antsy, in right. essence. And and he was, Damian Lillard was on social media saying that it, 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 presumably he was happy with Chauncey Billups as the head coach before the blowback came based on Chauncey Billups' past that Damian Lillard says he wasn't aware of. Which I wasn't aware of, I'm going to be honest with you. And I've interviewed Chauncey Billups face-to-face, and I had no idea about that. Yeah, and I think that that's... i, I got to be honest, I did not know about a sexual assault in 97 he was accused of, which is... Which is interesting because he is getting a lot of heat for the accusation, but not the convic- conviction. Mm-hmm. Yet Jason Kidd is hired by the Mavs with right. no comments with a rap sheet. Right, right. I agree. I agree. It seems like a little bit of a cherry picking, able to get fury over something because it's convenient type of situation. Can I, can I just add one other thing on the Dame to the Heat yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah. Again, I don't. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen because I don't think it works necessarily in terms of all the math. But I was thinking about something because of the fact that that the contracts for BAM kicks in. What's really interesting if you're the Heat is I believe what you could do is basically decline the options for both Iguodala and Goran Dragic, renounce their rights. They're not going to be back on the team most likely in that scenario. You free up a ton of cap space. You make the trade, and you still have cap space. So you would sign – other way, excuse me. You'd sign a free agent. Let's say they want a Kyle Lowry and Dame Lillard. Okay. Theoretically, you could sign Kyle Lowry into the space that you have then created and then use the matching dollars for dollars with the Dame trade, huh. which is really interesting. I don't think there's a guy that you would sign that would be like a replacement for Bam yeah. where you could say, oh, we're going to get this guy and then still like the interesting thing about the day move is that if Portland said yes, he can make multiple moves off of this because of the fact they have cap space or could have cap space. Well, that does make me feel a little bit better, but I, I, I still think that Damian Lillard ends up staying in Portland and we know that the Heat are down the list on the best options to go trade for Damian Lillard. Let me ask you one other thing. Yep. Bo- both of you guys. Do you believe the Heat would trade Bam Adebayo for Damian Lillard? You said you would. Do you believe the Heat would? Yes. I think so. I, I, I do truly think so, yes. And especially in this NBA where I get the value of a, a talented big who can stretch out defenses, but if that big isn't going to actually stretch out defenses, then you've got to get an elite perimeter player. I also think okay. there will be three steps ahead and have something else figured out like you just explained. So now I'll ask you one other thing for the third last thing. <laughs> um, take a motion out of it, okay? And I wouldn't do this, but take a motion out of it. If I said to you, you can get Dame Lillard and you have to trade one of, and it's your pick, Jimmy or Bam, who would you trade? Jimmy. I would say Jimmy as well. I love him, but I'd also want it. It would make more sense from a true basketball standpoint. And I'd say Bam. Jimmy Butler plays the positions that win today. Bam does not. Interesting. Centers don't win. Yeah. And yeah. right now he's a center. It's true. And like I just said, if he's not going to stretch the defenses like he's capable of doing, then he is just a true center. He's not. I don't care if he stretches the defenses. If he can't make shots near the basket, it doesn't matter if he can stretch true. the defense because <laughs> now you're not going to play him anywhere yeah. at all. If he's not going to take his jump shot and he's not going to hit it close right. in, yeah, that's a, a big problem. Evan, thank you so much. That cleared up a you're lot. You're welcome. Evan you're welcome. Cohen, uh, weekdays at 5. You'll hear him today, 5 o'clock commercial free here on ESPN 106.3. Let's get to our coolest moment of the weekend. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. And it happened on the PGA Tour yesterday. The Travelers Championship went to a marathon that finished like this. Here it is. It's over. Harris English ends it with a birdie on the eighth 
That's right. Eight playoff holes yesterday to decide the Travelers Championship. Harris English takes out Kramer Hickok, who had made several, several clutch putts consecutively to extend it to eight playoff holes. And that uh, Travelers Championship finish won by Harris English is the EDS coolest moment of the week. EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. It is hot. It is summer. It is South Florida. If the AC goes out, you're in a tough spot, kiddos. That's where EDS Air Conditioning comes in. edsairconditioning.com. EDS is, yes, they're a trained comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They are elite level, and they have their appointment windows that are based around your schedule, not theirs. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Tonight, I say one thing. Go Suns, the book, my guy. Let's go. Let's get Phoenix into the NBA Finals. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Lavica. Thanks to Evan Cohen. We've been live on ESPN 106.3. Goodbye.